Yeah, Four Corners, they wow. did. And we're, we're speaking to the parents. If you watch this, this was uh, based on Naomi and Andrew's son at the time, Campbell, age 10. And uh, Campbell shared with his parents that he was unhappy living as a boy and wanted to take on the life as a female. Very, and very powerful story on the... Uh, on it the, was. On, on the, what was it, Four Corners? Yeah. Four Corners, yeah. Which and, and such a... This, uh, this young... We'll, we'll say she, because the, the, yep. the young boy... She's boys now ch- changed her name to Isabel. Yeah. Um, um, just seems for a, a ten or eleven year old, just like a, like a superhuman, like very, very knows exactly what she wanted. Very mature. Yeah, yeah. she wanted, uh, and and the, some of the things that she did in order to share what she was feeling with the people in her life, her parents, her principal, the kids at her school. Yeah, I know. I just, I just found it felt like a very, a very grown up attitude produ- approach, yeah, wasn't absolutely. it? Got the mum and dad on now, Andrew and Naomi. Hi, guys. Hi. Hello. Incredible, Hi, incredible story on the ABC. Incredible. It, it was incredible. The, the Four Corners team did an amazing job. And why did you choose to share the story with everyone? Well, firstly, we were Isabel really wanted to do it, and that was that was the uh, first um, thing we had to make sure of, and, yeah. and she wanted to do it to help people understand um, what what kids and, and young people like her go through, and. And Andrew and I were very keen to to do it to highlight the issue and, and highlight the um, the difficulty in accessing treatment and support at the right time, which can make all the difference. Now, when kids. she's Isabel now, but um, when 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 she was Campbell, and she first came to you guys, when did you start noticing, or when did she first say, "Listen, things are I'm not comfortable with living as a boy." Um, there'd been a, a lot of signs, I guess, that we didn't really recognise as signs until after the fact. But um, she, she'd always uh, preferred uh, girls' uh, dress-ups and, and toys and all of those sorts of things. Yeah. Um, and uh, But it wasn't probably until about six months before she told us that, that we were noticing that she was very unhappy and, and something was going on. Yeah, and she worried? said, "Yeah, she said she felt like she w- was in the wrong body, and uh, started looking up on the internet about transgender children. Uh, was that something that you encouraged her to explore?" Um, we, I think, once she told us, we we um, encouraged her to uh, to look for other children who might be feeling the way she was feeling, and and so that was very helpful, I guess, for for her to see that she may not be the only person in the world feeling the way she was um we we were really confused and we didn't know what to do we didn't know whether to in, encourage it or, or what was going on whether it was a phase or yeah. or what was happening so i guess for us we we really wanted to make sure that we were seeing professionals and and um that's you know what we were dealing with before we sort of took a step by the way. I think a lot of people would, if they came across this, I think a lot of people's first reaction might be, oh, it's just a phase, you know. I think so. Don't be silly, you know, all that sort of thing. But like, What convinced you you that it wasn't? Andrew, do you want to take that one? I'm taking over, sorry. Andrew, as usual. Um, (laughs) uh, Look, and she's probably put that to me because it was a bit slower for me. I guess um, Naomi saw Isabel would go to Naomi initially at first, a bit more. Mm-hmm. And it probably took me a few weeks to just get my head around. I, I don't think this is a phase. I think it was just seeing how miserable she was. Yeah. She was just really upset. Um, when you've got a normally quite happy, bubbly child just being so upset and saying 
things along the lines of not wanting to live and not seeing a life for herself. Um, yeah, that yeah, was. I, I've read here. I've yeah. read here, Andrew, that that Isabel whispered to you guys, "I can't see what a future looks like for me." That must have just been. Yeah. That must have been alarm bells. Where you thought, "Hang on a second, we need to oh, take yeah. this very seriously and and, and absolutely you know, step by step." And and as we're waiting for support, because as you imagine, once you see doctors, you get referred to specialists, and then that takes time and. You start looking at things on the internet yourself to try and work out what's going on. And yeah. every page I looked at spoke about the high suicide rates. You know, 30% of people, untreated children will attempt suicide and 50% self-harm. And Ugh. you've got that going through your head. And you just, as a parent, um, you don't want that to happen to your child, so you'll do whatever it takes. Yeah, what, so what was the process when you all decided together that this was the right choice to go from Campbell to Isabel? What... What, what changes were made? It, it happened... Oh, sorry, you go. Oh, look, it it happened... Isabel was in a big hurry. She Once she told us, she yeah. sort of felt like, right, I've told you, let's get moving. She wanted to change everything overnight. And we, we I guess, uh, tried to, to slow that down a little bit. One, so that we had time to get our heads around it and get in touch with the right people who could support her um, and and two because we wanted to protect her as much as we could uh, within our own community um, but she started once once we were seeing support and we knew what we were dealing with she started to uh, wear her hair longer wear things in her hair and uh, wear some elements of the of the girls uniform that were less obvious I guess and um, that caused some issues with her at school um, initially course. and and what did she uh, do to, to, to combat that, the, the issues at school with, with other kids? Because kids can be they, cruel. Yeah, that bullies, Did she go through all that? She, oh, she did. Um, you know, we're in a really lovely community here, and, and, but kids were, were confused by what they were saying. And, um, you know, they were asking a lot of questions, and, you know, some were nicer than others. And, um, but what she decided to do was uh, write a letter to the school community, and it went home to every school, every. Um, child, right? Um, and you know the letter was amazing. Uh, it just basically, in you know, in her words, just said how she was feeling and that she she was a the phrase she used. She was a girl. Um, she had a girl's brain trapped inside a boy's body, and that she was a girl. She just wanted to be treated like anybody else, and um, that it had been a pretty hard time for her. And she she was you know she thanked her friends um, who had been. Am- have been amazing for her as well. So, the, you know, and the response to that letter was overwhelming from the from the community. The, the principal, you know, we had a meeting with the principal early on, and the principal and her teacher at the time. And you know, again, their support has been incredible. The school have just handled this beautifully. How wonderful that they have, and we live in an age now where people are more accepting. And we're so lucky because so many kids don't have that experience. Yeah, absolutely. Jeez. So, what are the? Are we going to take calls because we've got a lot of people calling through? If you, Andrew and Naaman, do you mind sticking around for a moment? Because there are people that want to ask you questions. They're curious. No, There's more to learn here, obviously. There's also um, the, the bit where you guys. Um, I've obviously gone through her with the the actual what what lays ahead in the future. Like, you know, yeah. is, is she going to uh, is she going to have the operation? Is she going to do that? And, and the way she spoke about that, oh, that's what blew me away. Like. This kid of yours, she knows what's going on. Like she's no idiot, she's no fool. This isn't, no, this isn't a fad. She, she's that's got, a long she's, way. That's a fair way off. <laughs> oh yeah, yes, of course. Of course yeah. Uh, I'm just going to play a little bit here from the ABC program when she talks about that, uh, the operation part of it. This, this is what floored me. This kid knows what she's talking about. 
Have a listen to this. By then, I can get a sex change, which is an operation where they like, flip the penis inside out and it turns into a vagina. Knows everything. Knows what's going on. Knows what she wants. At what age can that start happening, if indeed that's the area that the path she goes down? Um, that that wouldn't be able to happen until she's 18, yeah. until she's legally an ad- adult. Right. Yeah. So, and that's something, you know, we're... we're it's important that it takes that time because that's a really big decision. Yeah, and, huge you know, decision. She, she may, you know, I don't think she's going to change her mind about that, but we, we want to allow her as, as much time as she can have to, to make that decision for herself. 